Hi, welcome to Raising the Roof with John Marion. Thank you for joining us on a Friday afternoon. Um, this is our second show. Uh, we talked a little bit last time. I am definitely not a radio person, not a radio personality. And my two wingmen from uh, Wing People, I guess, from last week that work with us, uh, Dave Dethridge, uh, he's out on the job sites uh, doing good work. And we have uh, Lisa Barr. She's not with us today either. She's down at the home show. So if you're going to the home show, stop by uh, the John Marion Custom Home Booth and tell Lisa hello. And Lisa, thank you for doing that while we're doing our show. Uh, just to give you a little background on why, uh, why we're doing the show and what we're about, we're trying to educate um, the listeners on home building and remodeling issues. Uh, those are big projects and we want to make sure uh, that you know what you're in for and you know uh, what to look for if you're hiring a contractor or if you're um, engaging with a, an architect or a designer, uh, you know, what to expect and, and what kind of things uh, you're going to be uh, in for there also. And it go, we're going to take you all the way to getting a loan, uh, to getting an occupancy permit. There's just so much involved whenever you're building your dream home or remodeling. Uh, so that's what we're about. I'm John Marion. Uh, we own John Marion Custom Homes. You can contact us at 417-356-3500 or visit our website at johnmarioncustomhomes.com. So with that said, uh, today we are honored to have uh, Charlize Ruth. She's with the Home Builders Association of Greater Springfield. Um, she is the head honcho at the HBA. Charlize, thank you for joining us. Um, we really appreciate you being here. I know you're you're busy um, with the home show, but you darted out and you got a little little quiet, maybe. <laughs> a little quiet. We're right in the middle of Home Show Adventure Week. Really encourage everyone to come down to the home show this weekend. It's happening right now. John has a fantastic booth. A lot of great things for him to talk to you about. Well, uh, let's start out. I mean. And all kidding aside, I mean, she is uh, the head honcho, uh, but that's not on your business card. So your your uh, actual title title is chief executive officer, right? Yes, that's correct. And you've been with the HBA now for? It'll be 20 years in August. Holy moly. Yeah, so she's been there. She's uh, She's done about every job there is at the HBA. So she knows what she's doing. And we are fortunate to have her. I've been a, a, a Home Builders Association uh, builder member for many, many years, and Charlize is always the person to go to. So once again, I really appreciate you being here. Uh, we want to talk today about why the HBA is so important. Uh, so we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the advantages of the HBA, not only for uh, the builder members or the associate members, but the general public as well, because the HBA provides a lot of value to our community and not just Springfield, but the surrounding areas. I mean, we, our association is um, pretty much standalone in this area. I mean, we actually cover 10 counties. We cover Green County and the six counties that touch green. And then we go down towards the Branson area. So we cover a pretty large area when we have members in quite a few of these counties. Yeah, no, that's great. Uh, Joplin, Missouri, they have their own still. They do. They cover two or three counties up there. It's the HBA of Southwest Missouri. Right, right. 
Yeah, it's a it's a totally different market. Um, but yeah, so the uh, Springfield HBA just does great work. Um, some of the things that you know we were talking before the show about you know different things and and thinking about uh, just the history of the HBA. So this year special. This year's our 65th anniversary. It's really hard to believe that, but we've been in this market for 65 years. We actually started in the garage of a couple <laughs> builders. They got together and said, you know, we need to band together. The, the original reason for forming a Home Builders Association was to fight against unnecessary government regulation, something that we are still leading the pack in with that fight. We want to build wonderful, safe, affordable houses and sometimes the regulations just are a little unnecessary. They don't lead to the right. value of the house or increase the safety of the house. Yeah, so th some of the things that the HBA you know, started you know, about, we're still talking about and are relevant today. You know, thinking back that far, I, you know, there were you know, there are several builder members that, um, you know, that started the HBA or around... Um, some of them, Ralph Manley. Ralph was, Manley was an early, early member. There were also the Dorans. Right. The Gillenwaters. Mm -hmm. uh, John Q. Hammonds was actually an early member of the Home Builders wow, Association. Wow, I didn't know that. That's, yeah, that's very interesting. So, you know, to start out um, with the Home Builders Association, I mean, just to try, because we're all in business, really in competition with each other. So, to get together and form a coalition or a union to be able to um, advance the construction industry, that's a big deal. And we still, today, I mean, we've got a pretty strong bond between all of our associate members and our builder members. We do, and we're one of the few organizations that I think you can get 20 or 25 builders together at the same table and just talk about what's going on in the industry. What are the changes? Are there challenges on the job site? Mm -hmm. We do this quarterly and we have great participation with our builders. Yeah. So, yeah. So let's talk a little bit about um, things that we're involved in. Okay. So we have uh, the first thing that comes to mind, you know, is our charitable foundation. We have uh, an extremely active charitable foundation. This is a part of our membership that gives scholarships to MSU and OTC students in construction and interior design departments. Mm -hmm. They also give away around eight or 900 smoke alarms a year to area fire departments. That's really important to the safety of our community. Mm -hmm. They have been involved with the St. Jude Dream Home in the past. They are currently giving donations to, oh, for, forgive me. We are giving donations to one of our local organizations. Right. I can't remember which one it is yep. right now. But well, it changes a lot because we does. pick different organizations that are in need. Absolutely. And yeah. we support Habitat for Humanity. We're a sponsor of the Tool Belts and Bowties event mm -hmm. that's coming up March 22nd. So we're, we try to keep our money local and keep it in the construction industry where we can make a difference. Yeah, so that subgroup, they, they are always looking for a way to raise money to do these things. And, and it's really just a great... Um, a great foundation, you know, so it is, um, you know, you talk about the dream home years ago, I built that and the charitable foundation, they were instrumental in helping me get the, you know, the donations that we needed whenever we had a shortfall. Um, so yeah, they, it's a great group. So that's just one aspect of the HBA. Uh, we also, uh, the HBA, you know, participates in legislative type, uh, advocacy. 
Right. We have the Coalition for Building a Better Tomorrow, and we work at the local and regional and state level, trying to make sure we have great codes in place. Mm -hmm. We want Again, we want to keep those homes affordable, but we want the codes to make sense. Right. Yeah, I know we work a lot with um, with local local government to make sure that housing remains affordable. And but we want it to be safe. And just like and the other builders, including myself, we want to build build a great home, but we want the public to be able to afford that home too. And there's a statistic that the HB that the National Association has put out for years. And it's just changed here recently, but it has changed. Um, in years past, for every thousand dollars you increase the price of a home, about 480 families can't afford it. That number has dropped. Actually, it's around 250 families can't afford mm-hmm. it. When I questioned that, because that seemed like a huge difference in the statistics, and what I learned was really not good because of regulation. The base price of a house in our market has increased so much that about 20,000 families are just totally out of the market for buying a new house. So for each $1,000 you increase on top of that, we're not losing as many families because there aren't as many families in that pool. Right. And that's really important to uh, the listeners because for every $1,000, we're knocking, you know, families out of home ownership. And we want those those families to, um, to own homes and raise their families in those homes and uh, not be lifelong renters uh, because there's advantages to home ownership. Um, anyway, so why don't we take a break? Uh, and when we come back, we'll, we'll uh, talk more with Charlize about the Home Builders Association. I really want to talk uh, about the events and our home show that's this weekend. So when we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Charlotte, uh, Charlize Ruth. Thank you. Hi, welcome back to Raising the Roof with John Marion. Today we have HBA Chief Executive Officer Charlize Ruth with us. Thank you, Charlize, for being here. Thank you. Uh, yeah, so we talked a little bit. I guess we just put our toe in the water. There's a lot that the HBA does for the community. And another item, we talked about you know the legislative uh, approach and, and how we're trying or how the HBA is trying to keep houses affordable um and and codes and just just so the public knows not all counties that we're, we serve or the listeners are in even have codes right some of our smaller smaller communities don't have codes at all that means no building permits are pulled and more importantly no building inspections happen right and those are important yeah so if i mean green county christian county you know some local municipalities but whenever you're going to some of these counties that don't have codes that's where the hba can help also not only are we uh you know in conversation with you know municipalities to try to keep you know the codes in check and you know more common sense um the hba is a good outlet for you to check whenever you're trying to find a builder or a remodeler uh, because we have reputable members in the HBA. Right. Uh, we have we have really strict requirements for membership. All of our builders must carry general liability insurance and workers' compensation insurance. 
plus they have to have a B or better with the Better Business Bureau. And once they become a member, then we have strict participation requirements. They have to attend, attend educational events every year. They have to come to membership events. And they have to participate in those builder roundtables. Mm -hmm. We want them interacting with each other and raising the level of professionalism for everybody. Right. Yeah, when we talk to clients or prospective clients, um, you know, I always encourage them to choose an HBA builder. Whether it's us or not, that's irrelevant. You know, I want them to choose us, you know, for, you know, but if they don't, they need to go to the HBA because like you talked about, we have to maintain certain standards and big ones are insurance. So you talked about general liability insurance uh, and we talked about work comp and what people need to understand that if you choose a contractor that doesn't have those types of insurance, you're setting yourself up for a lot of problems. Absolutely. If somebody's hurt on the job site, we never want to see that happen. But if it does and there's no workers' comp insurance in place, you as the homeowner are liable. Mm -hmm. That can get very oh, yeah. pricey. If something goes wrong on the project with the material, you know, general liability insurance covers a lot. It does. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a story, a, a friend of mine who's a builder, um, Unfortunately, he had a couple of events that occurred on his, on his job and it wasn't, it was an accident. Okay. And that's what the insurance is for. So he's like, we are, we carry the insurance, but we also require our subcontractors, uh, to maintain that, that level also. So whenever you hire an HBA professional, you're getting a double layer of protection. You Absolutely. should be because my insurance company, for instance, on my general liability, they check to make sure my subcontractors have general liability because we're trying to eliminate some of the risk for our insurance company. So uh, this particular builder, uh, they had a, a, a fire and the fire burnt the house to the ground. It was in a county that uh, didn't require permits, but it also didn't have great fire protection. And... When all was said and done, the insurance paid because he had general liability and the company, the subcontractor, they had general liability also. And that project was a pretty big project from uh, my memory. It was over a million dollar It was loss. a huge lake house. Uh -huh. oh, yeah. 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 Big, big project. And the builder was sick, but at the same time, you know, he's a reputable builder and he's a part of the HBA uh, and then uh, there's another story uh, where he had a work comp injury, and it was at no fault of his. He's a great guy, great builder, but uh, they had uh, someone in a lift and threw him out. And that person was life flighted or airlifted back to Springfield. And they ended up surviving, but they were in the hospital for a while. Uh, so I can't imagine what those bills would have cost. And if you would have had just a guy that you found on Craigslist with a board in the back of this truck driving around telling you he can build your house and something like that happening didn't have insurance right you don't get your house plus you've lost everything you have paying these bills yeah because most of us we save 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 until we can get our dream home or get that car or whatever it would be so you get to that point you don't want to lose everything and that's that's why the hba i mean they're not only 
I mean, they're looking out for the community's best interest in, in that regard also. So not only does the HBA require insurance, but there also, there's also particip- participation uh, levels that they have to meet. Okay, so we talked, one of them is the builder roundtables. Right, a great, great opportunity to interact with other builders. They're, that's all that's in the room is builders, and they're just talking about maybe issues, challenges, new products they've seen, things to help each other out, just trying to help everyone be the best builder they can. Yeah, and that says a lot because we are all competitors. But when we come together in a builder roundtable, we share ideas. We share whether it's product ideas, whether it's uh, uh, code code issues, uh, new new ways of doing things. And the builders that aren't members of the HBA, they don't have that professional network to utilize to become better. Right. And if you have an issue and it's not builder roundtable time, you've developed those relationships with the other builders. Then they pick up the phone and call each other. Hey, I need a product to do this. Do you have any ideas? Or this happened. Exactly. Do you have any suggestions? And it really helps them in their businesses. I'll tell you, I, you know, I've developed uh, pretty strong relationships or friendships with a lot of, a lot of builders from the HBA. And you know, we joke around a lot. And that's there's a not lot. A, that's not oh, kidding. No, that's a real <laughs> understatement. If I joke around a lot. We he means joke all around the time. a lot. So, yeah, there's texts that go back and forth. In fact, I'm surprised that none of those yahoos call, have called me up here yet, but I'm going to call you out. If you call me, I will call you out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no, it's a good group. And so builder roundtables are one. Um, we, we ask our builders to participate in events, and that's just so we can network also. Um, and Education. Yeah, the education is really important. If it's like everything else, I mean, we, as a real estate agent, you have continuing education as a nurse, a doctor, you know, police officers, uh, firefighters. I mean, everybody keeps up on their craft or their trade and continuing education is the way to do it. And so the HBA offers classes uh, for builder members and not only builder members, but associate members can come all also. of our members. And we have a real variety of classes. Some of them are product driven. Some are dealing with installation and a lot of them are how to improve your business, whether it's working on your selling technique, getting your, um, internal paperwork in order, having plans for different, when different things happen, just trying to be better businesses. Right. Yeah. They've had, um, there's some estimating. We've had estimating uh, customer classes. service classes, mm-hmm. communication. Uh, communication, communication, people yeah. management. So there's a lot of a lot of benefits uh, for uh, for the builders that are a part of the HBA. So keep that in mind, uh, listeners. Whenever you're selecting a contractor, whether it's a builder or a remodeler. Um, you can go to the HBA and you can start start your search. Uh, right. And if you're starting that search at night, I really encourage you to go to hbahomepros.com. This is our online membership directory. We like to call it the local alternative to Angie's List. These are people that live in your community. They work right, right where you work. They're a great opportunity if you're looking for a builder or a painter or an electrician, a brick supplier. We, everyone's listed in the different categories. And it's a great way to connect with them and 
get some more information from them. Yeah, it's a great site. Uh, the HBA redid our site a year ago, year and a half. Um, probably more like three years ago. Has it been that long? Yeah. It's, it's a great site. So I'm looking at it right now. So I just clicked on all categories. So there's anything from access control all the way through to wood floors. So you can pick by category. You can uh, type in builder or remodeler, and you can start looking at your choices. Um, and then from there, you just you go through and uh, you start contacting uh, some of the professionals that are listed. And it actually allows you to send an email straight to them from our website. Say you're looking to purchase a spa. You click on spas. It will show you all of our members that sell spas. You can click on their particular information, send them an email. They'll reach back out to you. It's a great opportunity where, you know, 3 o'clock in the morning, nothing better to do, look for a hot tub. Mm -hmm. We can help you with that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just pulled it up, and, yeah, there's quite a few here. I'm not going to name them all because I probably wouldn't. I'd miss somebody, then they'd be mad. <laughs> but, yeah, so HBAHomePros.com is a great place to look. And uh, you can also go to SpringfieldHBA.com. And you can look at, at, you know, a lot. There's a lot of resources on our, on the website too. Uh, we've got a calendar on here that you can look at events that are coming up. Um, that calendar's pretty full because it's not just our three major events that the public's aware of. All of our educations on there, our builder roundtables. You can really get a flavor of everything the HBA has to offer for their members. It's a great way to see if we're the right fit for you to become a member of the HBA. Right. Yeah, the the uh, the website is really a really nice website, so you shouldn't have any problems at all navigating through it. So, 65th year of the HBA, um, it's come a long way from Absolutely. from the garage. I don't even know how could they have a meeting in a builder garage. <laughs> it was somebody's home. They had to get ten builders together to charter the organization. And they got that, got the paperwork submitted to the National Association of Home Builders. And here we are 65 years later. That is crazy. I don't think at one point, I don't think I could get 10 people in my garage to have a meeting. We had so much stuff in there. <laughs> well, maybe they had a house cleaning before they that happened. They must have. They must have. Well, it, it is. It's a truly great organization. Uh, we'll talk more about... Uh, some of the events, including the home show that's this weekend. It, it started today, so it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And we'll talk to you uh, when we get back about the times. We'll have a trivia question. Um, just remember, it's the 65th anniversary for the HBA. And we'll, uh, we'll ask the trivia question when we get back. And we'll have more discussion with Charlize Ruth from the uh, Home Builders Association of Greater Springfield. Hello and welcome back to Raising the Roof with John Marion. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. Uh, as always, uh, you can reach us at uh, 417-356-3500 uh, for John Marion Custom Homes. If you have a question uh, you know, for us today uh, or Charlize uh, from the Homebuilders Association, you can call us at 862-9977, 862-9977. Charlize, thank you again for being here. Thank I, you I for really, the opportunity. Really appreciate it. Let's talk a little bit about some of the events that, and we'll talk about the home show since we're doing that right now, but let's talk about the other two big events that the HBA is involved 
you know, that, that uh, we do to, um, to showcase our work and to try to get people to get to know us. Yeah, these great events are just fantastic. The Home Show and the Remodeling Expo are great opportunities to meet one-on-one with builders, remodelers, suppliers, subcontractors, see what's out there. But the parade, I have to admit, is my absolute favorite. Nothing is more fun than going out and touring these beautiful homes, getting talk to talk to the builders in the middle of what they have built, and let them brag on and show you the neat things they put into these homes. I, I just love the Parade of Homes. Yeah, the Parade of Homes is is great, unless you're the builder. <laughs> oh, come on. And I say that because it's always down to the wire. Uh, no, seriously, it's a great event. We have a lot of cool homes, uh, a lot of our friends uh, that build. Uh, this is. I think this year is going to be a great a great parade from what I understand. There's a few of the guys that are going to have some nice homes on it. That's what we're starting to hear. The The parade and the home show are so, so different. Home show, everyone signs up early so they get the best booth location. The parade, they sign up on the very last day possible because they want to make sure they can get that <laughs> yeah, house finished. Yeah, we have finished. to make sure we can get it done. <laughs> and we're fighting. So, yeah, so the parade of homes is uh, this year, June 21st through the 23rd, and then the following weekend, June 28th through the 30th. Is Correct. That right? Okay. So what what typically happens is we start at least eight months prior, but we're building through the winter and we're building through a wet spring, you know, uh, season. So it's it's sometimes it's difficult to get those houses done. It, it can be um, really challenging. And honestly, right now we're in the middle of a workforce development mm-hmm. issue. Our subs and everyone don't have enough employees. That's a whole other topic, but mm-hmm. that affects the timelines of getting it these does. homes finished. Yeah, I remember it's probably been six years ago. We were building our personal house and I was going to put on the parade because I was proud of our home. And so <laughs> poor Charlize, we have a deadline. I, I don't know why we have deadlines for pictures. Because they're in the magazine and they have to be published. Yeah, so we have these arbitrary deadlines. Uh, or set, defined well in advance. Oh, uh, but yeah, she took pictures of our home that year and five guys, times. And you cropped in some grass for me. We Thank cropped you. in grass. We cut out a dumpster. Yeah, that was great. Did we actually have to install a garage door in the picture or did you have no, that? No, I had the garage door. Yeah, we. Year, yeah. Years ago, I was actually cutting people out of a picture for somebody <laughs> else's house because they were bricking it as I was taking the photos. As long as it's done by June 21st, we're fine. <laughs> at 12.59, I want all the subs going out the back door so we open at 1 o'clock to the public. No, it, it is. It's a great event, and I wish I could go. I mean, typically we have a house on the parade, and um, when we don't, I love going because I get to see some cool houses built by guys that are professional i mean these guys are top notch so absolutely it's uh, it's going to be a good show so mark that on your calendars Uh, you can meet some uh some good builders and uh you'll see some of the subcontractors work if you i mean you need a plumber you need um you know somebody to do uh, electric work for you i mean there's these people are going to be listed on these houses because we list our subcontractors um, typically because we're proud of them and we're proud of the relationship and the work they do but for more us. More importantly, it's home show time. Very, Everyone needs yep. to come down to the expo center. We fill the entire building. 
with just everything you can imagine in the construction industry. How many booths do you think we have this year? Uh, we probably have between 440 and 450 individual booths, but some companies take 10, right. 12 booths. So we have around 240 different vendors. That's a lot of people that to is. talk to. So think about that. If you are, if you're even thinking about remodeling or building a new home, Think about how long it would take you to get in your car and drive to 240 different places and look, you know, get introduced to that company and look at their products. That would take you forever. So this is phenomenal that we have all this in Springfield that you can come. What does it cost? Seven bucks. For seven dollars. You can walk through and see 240 different vendors. Right. And everyone says, you know, just do it on the Internet. Well, you can't touch it. You can't feel mm -hmm. it. And how many of your computers are the colors actually correct? Right. You pick out something on the Internet and you actually look at it in reality. It's a totally different color. Go down and look at it in person. Touch it. Feel it. Make sure it's really what you want. Exactly. And, you know, I forgot when we, when we started this segment, we were going to do a trivia question. So we'll give people time to call in. Um, and we've, we've mentioned this answer, I don't know how many times, so it should be pretty easy. Um, but the trivia question for today, and we'll give, uh, two home show tickets away. Uh, so if you want to call in is how many years has the HBA been around? So what is our, what's the anniversary of the HBA this year? So give us a call at 862-9977 and, uh, we'll give you two, two free tickets. And we'll have them there at the gate for you. So you, all you have to do is just stroll in, grab your tickets, and go and look at 240 different booths. Um, that's pretty pretty cool. And not only do you get to see, um, you know, or meet builders or remodelers or talk to people about a new pool or maybe some screens or new flooring, but there's also education there for the consumer. Yeah, education is really important to the HBA, whether it be our members or the general public. Today, we have three presentations that are happening. At 2 o'clock, there was one called Let's Play a Game, Trendy versus Timeless. That's cool. It's talking yeah. about different decorating styles. Right. Or is what you're wanting to do, is it trendy? Will you want to change it in a year? Or is it timeless, where it's going to last you for a while? Who's doing that? Uh, decorating Den Interiors. Very good. Great group Very cool. of people. At 3 o'clock, we have house plans, getting them right. B&G drafting, so, so important. If you're going to build a new house, you need to make sure it really fits your lifestyle. It's the correct square footage. You're using the best use of your square footage. Ken is just full of great ideas with B&G drafting. And then at 4 o'clock, kitchen and bath remodeling, flooring, and more by Stone Ridge Flooring Design. Very good. Learn about how just changing your floor, mm -hmm. how it updates your kitchens, your bathrooms. Yeah, that's a big, big one too. So the the home plan one, that's that's been a pretty popular one over the years. It has. I yeah. mean, it's so important to get that floor plan right. Start start right and move on to build a beautiful home. We talked a, a little bit, and I'm sure they're going to talk about that in their presentation. But we talked about that a little bit last show, just for the listeners. You know, that's a that's a good place to start, but you need to find a professional builder or remodeler and help have them help you choose the land and then 
get your home plan. Absolutely. Don't start with the land first. Oh, my. Lots are so different. I mean, there's 50-foot wide lots, and there are, I mean, acreage lots. You can fit about anything on an acreage lot. But a 50-foot wide lot, if you've already got your plan drawn up, and I'm sure B&G Drafting, they're going to touch on that. So that, yeah, those are great. What other ones do we have? That's all we have today. But tomorrow we've got Fixer Upper Kitchen and Bath Edition by Gina McMurtry. Curtain Kitchen and Bath Trends by Meeks the Builder's Choice. Um, Hardwood Flooring 101. There's so many different choices with hardwood flooring. Morris Flooring is doing that. But real hardwoods might not be the right choice for every room. If it's a wet area. Right. Or dogs. Dogs are so hard on hardwood Mm -hmm. flooring using some of the different choices are really going to make a difference for you. And organize steps to designing your dream home. So yeah. go to hbahomeshows.com, and you can see the whole list of these presentations or stop by the home show. Our magazine has this information as well. Yeah, these are, I mean, these are great uh, presentations, and I don't think you're going to be disappointed. You're going to, for $7, you're going to get to see 240 different booths, and you can go to all these presentations. Um there's, there's just a lot to learn there. Uh, it looks like we have uh, a, a caller, uh, Daryl. Um, Daryl, are you there? Yes. Hey, Daryl. Hey, thank you for calling. Uh, so the uh, the home show, or I'm sorry, the Home Builders Association, this is their anniversary. So what? how many years have they been around? 65. 65. Very good. How would you know that, Daryl? I was trying to feed you the answer, Daryl. <laughs> hey, no, I, we really do appreciate you calling in. So if you'll hang on a second, we'll get your last name, and uh, we'll have the home show tickets. Uh, it's down. We didn't even tell them where it was at. We're at the Expo Center on St. Louis Street. Yeah, so down next to the Shrine Mosque across from University Trade Plaza. Uh, so at the Expo Center, you know where that's at, right? Is that where you had the, did you have one last fall or uh, remodel our, show or something? We That's did. Yep. Same building. Yep, we are there. Yeah, so. okay. Okay, yeah, I went to it. Okay. What? I, I thought when I, if I get a chance to win some more tickets, I've never won any tickets, so this is a first for me. Well, I, I appreciate you calling <laughs> in, Daryl. You have a great day, and we'll get your last name. All day. right, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, that would have been probably a good thing to tell them right off the bat. Yeah, We're going to, hey. Did we tell them the hours? I don't think. So Friday, today, we're 11 to 7. Correct. So we'll be there till 7 o'clock tonight. And then tomorrow, on Saturday, the hours are from 10 o'clock in the morning to 7 o'clock at night. And then Sunday, we'll be there from 11 o'clock in the morning till 4 o'clock in the afternoon. And uh, we'd love to see you down there. So, hey, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll have more discussion with the Home Builders Association with our guest, Charlize Roof. Hello, and welcome back to Raising the Roof with John Marion. Today's guest is Charlize Ruth. She's the head honcho, the CEO of the Home Builders Association of Greater Springfield. Charlize, thank you. Uh, We've we've talked a lot about what the HBA does for the community and, you know, and how the builders, um, you know, got together. And I think a lot of the, the mission is still the same as it is today. Um, and we talked a little bit about 
you know, the different events, the Prada homes in the summertime is a great event. Uh, the remodeling show, we, we touched on it a little bit. Touched on it. It's in the fall. It's September 20th to the 22nd this year. It's a little bit smaller show than the home show. And mm -hmm. it's really focused on remodeling. Yeah. So many different things go on in that world. Yeah. That's a, that's a great show. Also the home show typically, um, it's bigger. I mean, we had, we've got 200, I can't get over that 200, and 40 different booths at this year's home show. And you can get a ticket um, for seven bucks. So $7 gets you in. You can walk around uh, hours uh, again uh, today, 11 to 7, Saturday, 10 to 7, and Sunday, 11 to 4. Um, before we go too much farther, uh, we're going to do something. It's kind of corny. It's fun though, so I'm gonna do it. I don't care. <laughs> so each week we're gonna do a construction joke of the week. So last week it was pretty corny. This one is really bad. So Charlize, why did the construction worker dip his finger in blue ink? There is no telling. I know you're scared. I'm very scared. <laughs> to get a blueprint. Da -da -da. Wow. <laughs> We need to get you a better That's joke bad. book. Well, I have other jokes, but I don't think they're appropriate for the audience. Well, yeah, <laughs> that does need to happen. Anyway, no, it, it's all about having fun. I mean, we want to educate and let you know what you're in for. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's about having fun. And, you know, when you're selecting a contractor or remodeler or I think in just in general um, – you want to have fun. I mean, this, this is a cool process. And when you're building, I mean, so let's talk about some stories. Okay. So we've talked over the years and, you know, I've been involved too. So, I mean, I know some of the stories that we get calls about. We get calls every week and it, that's, I really hate that part of my job, but to be honest, so many people, I swear, do more research on buying a toaster than hiring a builder mm -hmm. and a hiring a builder or a remodeler is such a personal experience you're almost going to be living with these people for eight 12 months i mean this can be a pretty long process yeah you've got to find that right personality but you've got to make sure they're good at what they do mm -hmm. they have the insurance you know i always say some great questions to ask is would you have this builder or remodeler do another project for you that kind of tells you how that project went right Right. And how do they handle callbacks? Nobody is perfect. There's always going to be a scuff on the paint or something that needs to be taken care of. But did that builder answer your phone call, take notes, and respond quickly and professionally? They can't fix it in 20 minutes, but did they schedule? John Marion Custom Homes can. No. All right. All right. So John Marion is a miracle, and he can do anything. No. But did they set that appointment up, you know, within a week to two weeks no, and show true. up yeah. and take care of it? How no. do they handle the business side of it? Really important, and that will help you determine how that relationship might go for you. Yeah, and it, it it's a business. You're it exactly is. right. So I was building a house, oh, I don't know, it's been th three or four years ago. And so I was building a house for a couple in Ozark on some acreage. And there was a, a, a person that I knew down the street that we were acquaintances. I mean, I knew them through the real estate world. And so she would come down and talk to me. She was building a house and she was having uh, a friend's husband build this house. And he was yeah. a builder, but he's not an HBA builder. Yeah. Okay. And I keep stressing that 
because it's so important. Here's, here's what happened. So she would come down and cry the blues. And I'm not, when I say cry, there were a few times she came down and she was crying and she was like, John, um, you know, I was talking to your homeowner and, you know, I wanted to ask you a few questions. Do you, you know, our builder didn't even have a budget. Wow. That's crazy. Why would you start anything of that magnitude? That house, I want to say it was somewhere four fifty, five hundred thousand dollars $500,000. And you're going to start just on trust. And you, you've got to, you've got to do your homework. Absolutely. And just because they're your friend's husband or your brother-in-law or whatever, that doesn't mean that that's the right person for you. So they started out, they didn't have a budget at that point of the project. They didn't even have cabinets in yet. And she was $120,000 over budget. And they didn't know what to do. They were getting rid of that contractor. Um, but some of the other stories that they had, I mean, it was just, it was crazy. Uh, they had uh, paid for the cabinets. The uh, contractor had paid uh, the cabinet person, not a deposit, but the full amount for these cabinets. Now, typically when we order cabinets, we have to put down a deposit. You have to be, you have to have common sense in, in the whole approach because the cabinet person, I mean, they're, they're fearful that they're not going to get, you know, paid. Right. So they're going to buy the product right. to build the cabinets. That makes sense. But he paid them all their money. And then the cabinet guy, he's gone. So they were out cabinet money. They were out cabinets and they ended up, uh, she asked me for a recommendation. They used one of our uh, preferred providers and they got cabinets, but it cost them double. Uh, some other things that went on. So when we talk about uh, structured wiring and, you know, just audio video, uh, just stuff like that. Simple stuff like, uh, speakers, uh, instead of using the appropriate wiring, do you remember back in, well, it would have been the late seventies, man, I'm, I'm old. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. No, but do you remember the old speaker wire? Yeah. So they had the right and left channel. Well, this guy, he thought that it would be a good idea to run speaker wire from speaker to speaker and it would just have one channel so you're not going to get the, the whole effect so he did that and they had once he was out of the picture they had to correct it um they had the roof leaked i mean it was a disaster in fact i'm going to contact her and and try to get her we'll have a we'll have a show and we'll talk to some different people like that um but anyway some other stories that that i've heard from you I mean, are crazy, not only budget, but in these counties that don't have building codes, you've got to hire a reputable builder because there's nobody looking out for your best interest except you and the home builder, unless you've hired somebody else. And most, most people aren't going to hire a third party. So we had a call. We had several calls. So tell them. Lots of calls. The one that comes most immediately to mind is a gentleman hired the builder in a county that had no building codes, no permits, no inspections. And about four years later, their house was literally collapsing in the interior. Brand new house. Brand new house. Less wow. than four years old. They had built it over a spring. So everything was rotten. Wow. And there, there's no recourse at that point. And there's, they were out all of that money. 
Yeah. If they had someone to come out and look at the land, they would have said, don't put the house there. Put it over here. It was on acreage. There were other locations to put that home. Yeah. I mean, we're not most most builders aren't perfect except for john marion custom homes <laughs> no none of us are perfect we're going to make mistakes but you should have the experience that if there's a question about you know stuff like that like placement of the home on you know or the soil type or whatever we're going to contact the you know a professional you know whether it's a soil scientist or an engineer uh, we have those resources absolutely and we have a lot of those people that are members of the Home Builders Association because they they really believe in the association and what we're doing. Um, yeah, so that's crazy. Um, there, I mean, there's so many stories like that, whether it's budget or quality. Um, so, you know, the first place to look, I mean, and we've talked about this quite a bit, but this HBAHomePros.com is a great resource for you to look at. Um, there's been a lot of work go into that. There's, I mean, we have a lot of great members, and not just builders and remodelers, but associate members. Absolutely. I mean, subcontractors, suppliers, any product you need for your house or any work. The other thing I would mention when you're hiring a builder or a subcontractor, someone to do some repair work at your house, perhaps a new roof, read your contract. Don't yeah. just randomly sign pieces of paper. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Really read that. There's mm -hmm. stories all the time. You know, the someone wanted to cancel a contract because the, the person never did the work. Well, right. then that person tried to charge them a penalty, even though they never did the work. But the contract allowed them to do that. Mm -hmm. So make sure you understand what you're signing. Really, exactly. really important. And it should be spelled out pretty clear for you. And it shouldn't, if there's, and we talked about this last show, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep harping on this. It's like anything else in life. Trust your gut. If, if you meet with somebody and you just have a bad feeling, walk away absolutely pick somebody else you don't want to be that person that has a house in four years that's falling down you don't want to be that person that is over budget um and you know and as far as the over budget i mean it goes both ways you know we have we have to keep our customers in line too and but that's part of build uh, being a, a a building professional okay we have a budget to to stick to and you know, part of my job is being the bad guy sometimes. I mean, yeah. I got to keep these people uh, within their budget. And then if they want to go in and pick something different or, you know, nicer, as long as they know, you know, that's. But you just need to make sure if you're the customer and you decide, I want hardwood flooring in this area instead of carpet. Ask what that's going to do to the price. Yeah, and remember, it can also change the schedule. It does, yeah, exactly. So that, that change order could be a financial change order. It could be a timing change order. It could be both. But stay on top of those change orders. If you don't, you do them all at the end of the project, all of a sudden you are over budget. It's definitely about setting expectations right off the bat and not only for you as the consumer when you're, you are um, looking for that professional, um, whether you're going to you know, remodel your kitchen or build your dream home. You need to set expectations, but the contractor needs to set expectations too. 
All right, so it looks like we are out of time for today. We really appreciate you being here with Raising the Roof uh, with John Marion, and we had Charlie's from the HBA. Don't forget this weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, the HBA Home Show. Thank you very much.